tear it into me. For a second, I saw a huge steel door, like a dream or a vision. Then it vanished. What? whispered Amy. What? Death, I said hoarsely. Inside the cool room. I've been there. Death? Who's death? said Amy. I don't know, I croaked. I've just got an image of a big steel door and something terrible behind it. We can't go to the cool room. Your memory is coming back, said Amy urgently. Think, think, what else? I'm trying to remember where I came from and how I got there, I groaned. No, no, she yelped. Tell me about death. I can't remember, I said. It's just a feeling. There's death behind the door. I know it. My brain was racing. Images of a dark tunnel and a steel door flashed through my head like reflections in a shattered mirror. Were there any prisoners down there? squeaked Amy. Any babies? I don't know, I said. Maybe it's not a cool room, said Amy. Maybe it's a cooler. A cooler? Yes, you know, a prison cell. My illegitimate half-sister might be locked up there, and death isn't getting its hands on her. I can't remember what's in there, I said. It's like trying to remember a dream after it's gone. My body was still shaking. We have to go in, said Amy, with our clothes on. I knew that it was crazy to enter the nudist colony, and dangerous. I wanted to leave there, to get help to come back later and look for my mother, if I had one. I still felt in my bones that she was here. But there was no way now that I was going to run off into the safety of the night. The idea of saving a lost and lonely baby took total possession of me. It was almost like I was trying to save myself. I had to go, even if our search led us to the terrible cool room. You're right, I said. We have to risk it. Follow me. We squeezed under the fence and started to creep towards the buildings, trying to stay out of sight of any watching eyes. We crouched low and scurried through the deepening darkness like a couple of rats. At any moment I expected a cry of, Intruders! After about ten minutes we reached an ancient concrete building with a strong wooden door and no windows. It looked like an old warehouse of some sort. "'We'll never get in there,' whispered Amy desperately. She tugged at the handle and then shook her fists at the moon, which was just starting to peep out. "'Someone help!' she groaned. "'My baby sister is in there!' She didn't seem to think that I was going to be of much use. But I was. "'You stay there,' I said. I looked around to make sure the coast was clear and started to scale up a steel drainpipe. I did it easily.' as if I'd been getting in and out of buildings all my life. In no time I was on the roof. Tiles, I whispered to myself. I can lift them off. I could see Amy looking up at me with a puzzled expression. Was she wondering if I was a burglar? Maybe I was. I didn't know the answer, that was for sure. I pulled off four or five tiles and clambered inside. I was in the space between the roof and the ceiling. 
The moon streamed down through the hole where I had removed the tiles. It filled the attic with a pale glow. The place was littered with dusty boxes, old toys, broken furniture, and piles of newspapers. I crawled around on my hands and knees, looking for a trapdoor into the room below. I bumped into an old lamp, and it fell to the floor with a crash. The noise seemed like the sound of a truck crashing into a glass factory. I froze and gritted my teeth, expecting a cry, a yell, or a burglar alarm to break the silence. But there was nothing. If anyone had heard me, they were keeping quiet about it. There, by a large box, I saw what I was looking for. The trapdoor. I was just about to lift it when I noticed something scribbled on the side of the box. I could just make it out in the pale moon glow. One word. Orson.